Hey, everybody. It's been a while, and there's a lot of news to discuss. Um, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. I don't know if we if we thought, maybe some of us did think that um, between the last episode recorded and now, we'd still be involved in what we're involved in with this war. Uh, it's becoming very clear that this is uh, a long-term situation. I don't think it will be as long as you think. I think Israel will be victorious pretty quick. I mean, the after effects, the aftermath of the uh, the war is going to take a long time to iron out. But I think the the fierce fighting um, and that type of thing will be coming to a conclusion. I think in the next, I'll say the next week or ten days. Okay. Really? Uh, really? Yeah. The, I mean, the, the, uh, of course, the main thing right now is to find the hostages and free the hostages. That's job number one. But the Israeli military is they're in Gaza City. They're in Gaza City. That's where the yeah. Leadership of the terrorists are they can't escape, they can't get out. They can't get out. Egypt's not letting them into Egypt. They can't go out by sea. There's no other way out uh, of Gaza. So they're what uh, kids call uh, dead ducks, you know. Uh, so, like Prime Minister Netanyahu said yesterday, they either surrender or they get killed. But they have to free the hostages and then they could surrender or get killed. Those are their. Uh, yeah. Those are the two choices. There's, there's kind of a sub a sub story that's been going on. Obviously, there's the war, there's the hostages, um, there's you know all that stuff that's going on in Israel, and then there's like the subplot. There's the sub story, um, which is which is the reactions from some elected officials, the reactions of kids on college campuses, which which is a story in of in and of itself. And I think I want to discuss a little bit about that today. Obviously. We, we've all seen and heard what's been going on in college campuses. I'll, I'll play for you now, um, just so, you know, not that we need a reminder, but just so our audience gets an understanding. This was said on, uh, I believe it's, let me just confirm where, where this was taken. This is a, this is a video um, posted by Richie Torres. Uh, Richie Torres, of course, who is a, congress, a congressman in New York. He wrote, a student from UPenn is seen speaking fondly about the joyful images of butchered Israelis in the glorious October 7th. This is uh, 7th attack. Okay, but this is a story from UPenn. This is Ivy League, and this is what they're saying. I'd like to share with all of you, do you guys remember the photo of the kids and men laughing and smiling as they sat on top of the Israeli military jeep captured by our freedom fighters? Yes! Do you remember that picture? Yes! Absolutely despicable. I, you didn't even hear it. Who was that? Do you know who that was? Just a student? What? I don't know. It was a student at University uh, UPenn. And you hear someone in the back video, it's say, long live October 7th. Let me put this in a little bit of perspective uh, from my point of view. I think something, uh, what happened here is very tragic. 
but also very healthy uh, for the Jewish community. Okay, and I'll explain to you why. Obviously, the tragic part is easy to understand. A lot of lives were lost uh, on October seventh in Flintstown. A few hundred uh, members of the IDF, uh, most of them on October seventh in the military base. Another almost forty uh, since the Israel entered uh, the ground uh, the ground war into into Gaza. But the good thing about what's happening is that the reality of anti-Semitism, and I want to define for you what anti-Semitism is. I think anti-Semitism is a word that nobody really knows what it means. So we just say the word, but we really don't we really don't know what it means. What I want to say is the healthy thing that happened here is this thing that's been percolating and bubbling beneath the surface has come to the surface, and you can't put it back. It's like trying to get toothpaste back into a tube. It can't, doesn't go. Quiet things are now being said out loud, and the people who have always been haters of the Jews, people who have always been haters and always wanted us dead, are now saying it out loud because they feel comfortable to say it. And they can't, they can't reverse it. Not be, in 1975, the United Nations voted that Zionism equals racism. And that's what started the whole idea of you could take be anti-Israel but not be a Jew hater, not be an anti-Semite, which we'll define in a second. Uh, but now, and now we've been dancing around with that for almost 50 years now. But the fact of the matter is, in the last few weeks, what came to the surface is that when you are opposed to anything to the Jewish state in any way, shape, or form, it's you are also in a passive, maybe in a quiet way, if it's not as overt as those students, you are calling for the uh, murder uh, of Jews and the disassembling and the destruction uh, of the Jewish state. Have you ever something so simple? So, with this yeah. person saying and getting cheered on in the streets, and that person probably still is in school there without a problem? Of course she's in school there. We have our own congresswoman, Rashida Tlaib, who has refused to condemn the attacks of Hamas still. It's a month later, November 7th. She still not condemned what Hamas did. She's in Congress. We're recording this uh, it's election day today in, in America. Uh, and some key races, uh, they're, they're not very uh, high profile type of races, but there are several key races that will be indicative of what direction the country is going in. There are three races for governors of states. Uh, and and they're, right now, they're run by Democrats and they're being opposed by Republicans. If those Republicans are victorious over those Democrats, it's a good indication of which direction the country wants to go. Yeah, into. but but it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that you have people like Harry Bush, AOC, uh, Bauman. You have uh, you have um, Rashida. How 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 in 2023 are these people in positions of power that is indicative of of the world that we live in and the people that they're representing? That these are the people elected them in Minnesota. They elected them in St. Louis. They elected them. Like in New York, they elected them. Like this. What if I tell? What if I told you that in uh, in Elon Omar's district in Minnesota, there's a large Jewish population. In AOC's district in Queens, there's a large Jewish population. I, mean, I would feel. Very, I would feel very misrepresented, and 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 I I don't I don't know if I would be able to stay there. Well, you have a right to leave to a district. That's why so many people are moving down to, to Florida, which is a Republican state with Republican senators. We have two senators in New York that are Democrats, Chuck Schumer and um, and Kirsten Gillibrand. Uh, well, let me tell you something. You know, Chuck Schumer is 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 bad news, but he's bad. He but but he's the type of bad news that we know, and at least he tries not to cross the line. What what we see now from from these uh, politicians like AOC and Rashida Tlaib. Who 
or a Carrie Bush who have nonstop, nonstop have been uh, have been picketing for a ceasefire, but have not once called for Hamas to release hostages. They have not right. once that Hamas to release hostages. Like that's open. That's open. They're not even hiding. That's scary. I, I don't care. To, you know, when something is so outlandish, I don't really care what is the root and what the cause of it because it's so crazy. It's so crazy. You know, like uh, the, the things that these people say are so crazy and the things that they do are so crazy that I don't care what the formula is that makes people anti-Semitic. They're, they're bigots. They're crazy. Um, I saw a story this morning on Fox News where a woman was identified as tearing down the posters in Manhattan and she was identified and her law firm uh, uh, she works. She works as a lawyer. Can you imagine? You have, she works as a lawyer, and you have time to talk around Manhattan. She wanted room. Yeah, like you know, people are videoing you. You know, your life is gonna be ruined. You see your <laughs> from. Oh, but but I, I know which law firm. I know which law firm she works for. Please, I want to say something for everyone who's watching this. Right? Maybe you're maybe you're you're on that side of things where you are the type to pull down signs of kidnapped people in Gaza. For, for for no other reason other than you know you know what maybe you're an anti-Semite and you hate Jewish people. But for yourself, here's a piece of advice. Don't tear down the sign. You're gonna ruin your life. You're gonna lose your job, you're gonna lose your family, you're gonna lose everything. That's the motivation. Use some brains. Why are you yeah, you've seen doctors tear down signs. Abba, let's talk about some of your efforts. You've had some doctors fired from major hospitals. Yeah, just one. Pretty major. Couple, pretty major uh, hospital. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not going to say that I don't want details to get out there, but you were involved with a, uh, a doctor uh, being fired from the hospital. What, what happened there? Well, I'll tell you what happened. What, what, there was a young doctor from uh, Winthrop University Hospital, which is part of NYU Langone, in the Long Island, not far from where uh, we live. And uh, a classmate of this a doctor, a Palestinian, who's friends with him on Facebook, called me a couple of weeks ago to tell me that She's on Facebook with him, and he's saying things that are pro-Hamas and calling terrorism resistance and cheering on the fact that so many Jews were, were killed on, on October 7th. So um, I made a few attempts to call the CEO of uh, Winthrop Hospital, uh, and I got a call back from the senior vice president for public uh, information. And um, I sent him the screenshots, and he sent me a statement, you know, a very carefully written statement about how uh, uh, NYU is a place for healing and there's no room for this type of information. And then a second statement a few days later saying that this doctor has been relieved of his post. Now, he's a resident at the hospital. That's he's an only... easy, easy fire to get rid yeah. of a resident. Yeah, but there was a petition from uh, all over from uh, unchange.org, which is something that I think was founded by uh, George Soros. It was a petition not to fire, fire the, uh, the doctor. Uh, interestingly enough, it should be known, it should be out there, and you should know that NYU Langone stood by the fact that they are not hiring the doctor back, that they're keeping, they did fire him. But to balance things out, they suspended a Jewish doctor, okay, who was the, who was the head of, uh, a doc, a Dr. Neal, who was the head of the Promoter Cancer Center. Why? At, at Langone. Because, why? Because uh, he posted on his social media page, uh, he posted that you know, Hamas has to be wiped out just like Israel was wiped out. So you, that's why he was And they suspended uh, him for that statement. I'm uh, uh, very happy to be bringing you the news after two weeks. We should do this more often. I, so you'll be I, I, the news. One second. 
look up Dr. Neil. His name is, is N-E-E-L. Look it up. Dr. Neil. N-E-E-L. What That's his last name. You know, there's not too many Dr. Neil spelled like that. Benjamin Neil? Benjamin Neil. What is it saying? Okay. It says, uh, okay. Anyway, this is via the New York Post. Anyway, Ulangone suspends two doctors over controversial post tied to Israel attack. Okay, so we got Dr. Zaki Masood was removed from his resident position, which I think you had something to do with. Um, right. <laughs> hope he doesn't come knocking. Um, and Dr. Benjamin Neal, head of renowned Perlmutter Cancer Center, was sidelined after he was ripped for reposting a slew of anti-Palestinian posts on social media. Dr. Benjamin Neal has been suspended from his role as director of the Laura and Isaac Perlmutter Cancer Center, and Zaki Masood has been removed. It's like, are you teachers of the third grade class? You have to reprimand both sides? I want to see the post. This is how, I'm not saying it's only in New York, but this is how an organization like NYU Langone, it's a great medical institution. But let me tell you what I've been doing the last few days. It's probably, I've been trying to reach Isaac Perlmutter. Okay. Isaac Perlmutter, he's a billionaire. One second, Abba. I want to find out what exactly... I want to find out what he. Oh, here. So this is the post that that Neil reshared. that got suspended. Uh, yeah. And I, you don't have a ceasefire with Hitler. You wipe out. You wipe out Hitler. Think people. Um, wow, wow. That's what NYU Lane Gone. And I just want to compare that to what Zaki Masood got. Uh, what he got suspended for. He reposted something that said. Time to be bold with your words. Don't hesitate to openly state your support of Palestinian resistance. Be loud and proud. You're on the side of justice. No more walking on eggshells afraid of what people think. Let them call it terrorism, extremism, barbarianism. We call liberation, decolonization, resistance, and revolution. So that clearly is stating what happened was not terrorism. Killing innocent children, women, men was not terrorism. It was resistance. Get this clip up on TikTok. Get yourself a couple of million views. Let's get Dr. Neil reinstated. I think it's very important uh, because it's not right. Everybody knows what's going on here, okay? Everybody... See, I about this. Anyway, I know you didn't know about it. That's why I tell you we should do these things once in a while so at least you know what's going on in the world. <laughs> Listen, Nati, I'm trying to reach Isaac Perlmutter, who gave a lot of money to NYU Langone so to have the cancer center named for him and his wife. Isaac Perlmutter, he lives in Palm Beach, Florida. And he, uh, he's 81 years old, and uh, he should know about this. Uh, he was on the uh, he, he was on the Trump uh, re-election committee, so uh, he's a Republican that supported Donald Trump. And I don't think I'm not I'm not telling you that he's involved in day-to-day running of NYU, but he should know. Uh, he's a Holocaust survivor, and he should know what they're doing on an institution that bears his and his wife's name. I'm, I'm assuming you haven't been able to reach him. I have a lot of phone numbers for him that I got from people. I have not been successful on reaching him. Uh, I have a cell phone number that really only goes... There's a lot of Jewish doctors at NYU Langone. There's a lot of people we know that, that work very hand-in-hand with NYU Langone. And a decision like this is is so disgusting. What did he say? Uh, you know, before the before the Dr. Masood situation, there was a report in the Post, a Dr. Diab, D-I-A-B, if you want to look that up, she was fired from Lenox Hill Hospital in the city because she also took a pro-Hamas stand, and she wrote, Jewish patients better beware. Can you imagine? And then there's, a, there's, a, there's another doctor at 
at Winthrop in, in Mineola, who was an anesthesiologist. So, you know, his job is to put you to sleep. So, um, you know, you don't know when you're going to, when you, when, you don't know when you have, when you need an anesthetic or when you need to be the recipient, the recipient of the jihad. So you, you really, you're really not sure. So uh, this, when, when this thing happened, by the way, it's going on already two weeks, I would say. And the whole war is about four weeks old. It, yeah, well, it, it, this doctor, Dr. Dada, Dada Diab um, at Lenox Hill, she, she had said Zionist settlers getting a taste of their own medicine. She yeah. wrote that in regards to October 7th mass slaughter of Israeli citizens. Yeah. Why would, let's see, like, this is this is scary. This is someone who, who probably went through six, seven years of medical school, and and you you're, you don't have the brains to know that this is going to, you're going to lose everything by... I just don't understand it. No, I don't. I, I, I believe when they do, first of all, two things. I, when they do these things, I think that they think that they're at the majority and they're going to get everybody to agree with them. That's number one. And number two, I'm not as active on social media as the, as you are, so I don't post a lot of stuff But um, uh, besides this. But uh, I think that um, when people write on Facebook or on Instagram, even though it's being seen potentially by millions of people, they think you're talking to a friend. Right. Right. They think that maybe it's not okay. It, it's, 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 it's carelessness. Okay. I want to, I want to head to the the next story of today, which um, I bet you're not going to see uh, rioting or protesting in any major cities about, but here in the daily thread, we want to bring it up. This story broke this morning on November 7th. Uh, jihadi militias have murdered more than 800 black Africans from the, the Masa, Masalit tribe in Darfur, Sudan over the past few days. There's a video here of Hamas allied jihadis film themselves capturing black Africans and murdering them the same way that the Jews, the Israelis were murdered in southern Israel. Does anybody care? Rashida Khalid, where are you? AOC, where are you? Does anybody, anybody who cares so badly? Where's BLM? Do these black lives not matter? Because they sure do. 800. 800. China has a couple of million uh, Muslims in concentration camps, by the way. Um, right. And and but besides besides making sneakers for Nike, making LeBron sneakers, uh, besides that, uh, and if you ask what's his name, Ennis Cantor, Ennis Cantor Freedom, he'll tell you about it because he knows uh, he's uh, staked his entire uh, professional basketball career on the fact that no one speaks out about. Muslims that are being held in concentration camps and being used for slave labor to uh, to manufacture sneakers for people like LeBron James, who doesn't want to step on yeah. China's toes because um, because um, it's going to cost them a lot of money. Well, listen, you know, I, I agree with you 100%. And, and it's like a hashtag I saw on Twitter. No Jews, no news. There's no Jews involved in those 800 black Africans that were killed in Sudan. So it's not mentioned anywhere. So CNN is not going to air it. So AOC and Rashida Tlaib and the squad are not going to say anything about it. And you're not going to see people in London rioting about it because it has nothing to do with the Jewish people. But we need people in the world to wake up and to notice these stories. Well, the good news is that uh, the, uh, the the prophet says, the, the, the Navi says that in the times of the Mashiach, the knowledge of God will be like water on the ocean bed, water in the sea. And that's exactly what we have. You can't put the, your, the your news on, on, on WABC radio or WOR radio in New York or on CNN or Fox News 
And all you hear is about Jews, Israel, Gaza, anti-Semites, who's pro-Israel, who's anti-Israel. All you see all day long is Palestinian flags and Israeli flags. That's all you see. It's wall-to-wall yeah. Jews, like water in the ocean. I, I agree with you. And the, and the last the last thing I want to I want to bring up for for today is the humanitarian efforts of Israel. Here in this video I'm gonna show um is is a group of Israeli tanks protecting Palestinians who are walking from north to south Gaza. They're being protected from Hamas who have been shooting at Palestinians that are trying to leave. And the Israelis have built this corridor and are protecting them and making sure they get out. And this if Israeli tanks that are that are 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 protecting them from being shot at because we do know in the past few days and weeks uh Palestinians who have been trying to go from southern Gaza to northern Gaza have been killed by Hamas because Hamas needs them to be their human shield yet here well, we are and we see this all day online, on the news, on Twitter. We see this this rhetoric. We see people tearing down signs. Yeah, I was in I was in Times Square. I was in the city last week. We have this episode that thank God has fifty thousand views already for meaningful people where I spoke to really? you know Jewish students, Jewish people in Manhattan about what they feel about being Jewish right now. And we got approached by someone screaming at us, screaming at us about the million babies that Israel killed. And you know what? Like money, many of what they say, not many, almost all of what these people say. It's just not true. I listened to the whole episode Sunday night. They were driving home from uh, Muncie to uh, to the Plant Towns. So luckily, there's a lot of traffic. So there's enough. It takes almost as long to get home from Muncie as it does to hear you one of your entire episodes. Sure. But it was very, uh, it was very, uh, very enlightening. Actually, it takes longer to get home, but it was very, uh, it was very interesting and very enlightening. What are you uh, doing this week? Anything, anything aligned? So I'm, I'm interviewing a Holocaust survivor who is 95 mm -hmm. years old, um, mm -hmm. not really interviewing but this week. And I think that it's an important conversation to have with somebody who went through some of the worst atrocities um, the world has ever seen. And many people you know, are thinking that we're headed in that direction again, which is a very scary thought where you have Jews on campus and, and Jews all around the world that, you know, you know, we spoke to a kid, Ben, who, is, who lives in Germany, who doesn't wear his yarmulke in the streets of Germany and his house had a school with a monkey David on it, you know, like, so, so what, what times that we're living in? So, yeah, well, that's our episode for today of the Daily Thread. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment and a review. We hope to see you again soon. Have a great day.